kill me. Come on down. today to examine your heart. Take a deep breath. Doc, is, is my heart okay? Everything all right in there? Young man, on my conclusion, I think your heart can be better, but with proper nutrition, all will be well. Right, thank you. Last week, Pastor Price taught on the Word of God. This week, we're still going to talk on the Word of God. Every week, we talk on the Word of God. Amen? The Word was in the beginning, correct? The Word was God. The Word was with God. The Word created all things. The Word was made flesh, and we know that flesh was manifested in the form of Jesus Christ. And we know that God wants Jesus to dwell in the hearts of men, that the kingdom of God be glorified. Amen? So today, we are going to focus on allowing the Word of God to get inside of our hearts and change our hearts. So, but before we can allow the Word of God to get in our hearts and change our hearts, our hearts have to be made ready. Just like a ground, if you're going to plant something in the ground, you just can't plant seed anywhere. The soil has to be prepared to be ready to receive the seed. Amen? So what we're going to do is we're going to evaluate our hearts today. We are going to have a spiritual checkup today, all right? We're going to look at our hearts and see where we might be, amen? So the only thing you're going to have to pay for this checkup is attention. So our scripture will be coming from Luke chapter 8, verses 4 through 8, and we will continue with 11 through 15. So Luke chapter 8, verses 4 through 8. When you have it, say amen. Y'all quick. While a large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from after, from after town, he told this parable. A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. It was trampled on, and the birds of the air ate it up. Some fell on rock, and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Other seeds fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. Still, other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than it was sown. 
what we are seeing is that we are comparing the word of God to a seed, the heart of man to a soil. So what we see is that the word of God is holy, right? It's holy, and it is just as right. So there is no problem with the seed, correct? But what is the condition of the soil? What is the condition of your heart? So that's what we're going to look at. Today's message is conditions of the heart. Conditions of the heart. So we will be evaluating hearts today, and we will be going through the four different soils or the four different hearts. All right? So therefore, the seed is good, so there's no question about the quality of the seed. But our hearts, what is the condition? We will have a metaphoric correlation of the word. So we will bring down and represent these four different soils, which are these four different hearts. So we will now have the hard heart or the hard soil come forth. So come on down and show yourself. This is the representation of the hard heart or the hard soil. It said that when the seed went forth, that the birds came and ate the seed up. Meaning that what? The heart, the soil was not moist enough. It was not ready to receive the seed. So it basically became bird food. Amen? So we're going to go. I'm going to use the word where it says that this is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Remember we said that, right? The seed is the word of God. Those along the path that come who hear, hear the word, and then the devil comes and takes the word away, that they may not believe and be saved. That the word, the word goes forth, they're hearing the word, but their hearts aren't ready to receive it, so they can't believe it, so they can't be saved. This is a hard heart. This, this represents the world. This represents some of us in the church. Some of us. Call like it is. Some of us are in the church, right? But the church is not in us. So our hearts have to be ready to receive the word. See, because John 3 and 16 says that, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It says, Believeth. Meaning, believeth means not just believe and fall away, it means to continue to believe. So what he's saying that John 3.16, the hard heart needs to accept Jesus Christ as his Savior, correct? It needs, it, his heart needs to be broken because a hard heart is not going to be able to receive anything. You know, you know stubborn people, right? You know just real stiff neck. Oh, y'all remember the children of Israel, right? Walking around in the wilderness for 40 years because why? They didn't want to believe. Even though God done so many wondrous things for them, they still did not believe. He had to kill them off because they didn't want to believe because they what? Their hearts were hard. Amen? So we want that the hard-hearted Christian to receive the word of God. We want their hearts to be broken down that they may receive the word. Thank you, hard heart. The next soil is a stony soil, or which I call a shallow heart. It's a shallow heart. It said it lacked moisture but in matthew chapter 13 it said it lacked depth 
So there was not enough soil for the seed to actually take root. So therefore, when uh, the seed went into the soil, it rooted, it came up immediately. But when the sun came out, the, the physical sun came out, it withered the plant away because it had no roots. Shallow soil, show your face. Come on down. Don't, don't hide. Don't hide. This is a representation of the shallow soil or the stony soil. And these are the rock on the rock that comes, that who receives the word with joy. And when they have heard it, but have no root, they believe for a while. But in the time of testing, they fall away. Amen. They fall away. Y'all know how it is, because I remember the day that the word goes forth and your heart is ready on the surface. That you hear that word and you're like, I hear you, Lord. I, I love you. I want to do your word. You go out there unskilled and full of zeal, running with the word, and you've got no experience, no depth. And when trials come, uh, uh, I quit, Lord. Why you let this happen to me? Why you let me lose my job? Why you let my mama die? Why why'd you let my daddy die? Why you let my son die? Why is Boo Boo in jail? You know, all that stuff. The trials of life. You know, when the testing comes, you have no root to sustain you. Because you haven't been in the Word long enough. You haven't gone through anything. I remember my brother-in-law telling me. Because I remember, I remember this section of my life. That I had received the Word and I received it with joy. And I went out and I was excited and things started happening to me. My brother-in-law had to tell me. He said, like, you ain't been through nothing yet. <laughs> you just beginning. You ain't been through nothing yet. So... Shallow heart believers, be encouraged because you're going to have to stay in the Word. Romans 10 and 17 says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Meaning that you have to keep on hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing for your faith to grow. Because you're going to need it, right? Not only are you going to need faith, you're going to need endurance. In your faith. So that's what it says. The shallow heart, the stony heart, is just a topsoil that has no depth in the Word. It has no endurance in the Word. So you have to stick with the Lord. You have to hang with the Lord and, and stay in His Word. Because the, the Bible says in John 15, 5 through 8, it says that I am the vine and you are the branches. That any man that abideth in me and I in him, he said, abideth. Remember what I'm saying? Believeth. Continueth, abideth, meaning continues to abide. He doesn't believe for a little while, then fall away when the trials come. He said, abideth, meaning that you're going to continue with him through the storms. You're going to stick with him. And then what he's going to do, he's going to build endurance in you that you may be able to sustain the trials of life. So the shallow heart, I want to encourage you to stay in the word. And that, thank you, shallow heart. The next soil or the next heart is the worldly heart. Come on down. 
Now remember that the soil said that it was a thorny soil, that the word went forth and the thorns and, and, and came, the thorns choked out the word. The thorns choked out the, the crop so that, so that the crop couldn't produce because what? It was occupied already, occupied with thorns. See, when the seed went forth, it was already thorns in the ground. So when the seed tried to come up, the thorns said, hey, we're running this show. We got this. So don't be trying to come in here and take up our space. We're running this. So the worldly heart is a heart that's filled with the cares of this world. It loves the things of the world. It's trying to love God, but the Bible says that what? You cannot serve two masters. Where's the, uh, Pastor, uh, Matthew 6, 19 through 21. Give me that word. See, the worldly heart filled with the cares of the world, so they need teaching and understanding that the cares of this life and the things of this world are temporary. And you cannot take this stuff with you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where their thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. Treasure, your, your, your treasure is in the world, so that's where your heart is. Therefore, that what? You can never be fruitful, fully fruitful in the word, because why? Your heart is already occupied. You love the world. You love the things in this world. So when God is speaking to you, see, because what is the heart of man? We are, I'm not talking about your physical heart. I'm talking about your human spirit. I'm talking about the real you, who you really are. Because remember, God... Breathe into you the breath of life, right? So God is a spirit, and our, fit, our real makeup is spirit. It says that the flesh is the spirit that giveth life. The flesh profiteth nothing. This is just a vessel to live on the earth. But who you are, you are real, you are a spirit. And that is the real you. So when God speaks, who do you think he's speaking to? He's not speaking to your body. He is not speaking to your flesh. Because your flesh ain't here in him anyway. Right? You know your flesh wants to do what it wants to do when it wants to do it. But your human spirit is what God wants. God wants your heart. He said, love him with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, all your might. Meaning love him with all of who you are. Love him with all your spirit. So that's what it is. Say, the worldly heart is preoccupied. His heart is already occupied. And it's not, it's just Deal with the things of this world. So what we have to do is the worldly heart needs to be taught that the things of this world are temporary, but the word of God is eternal. Amen? Amen. All right, worldly heart. Be encouraged. Get in the word. You got to let it go. And then we see that we have the good ground or the good soil that when the seed went forth, it brought forth a crop, some 60-fold, some 30-fold, some 100-fold. You know that if I had an apple in my hand, there's seeds in the apple, correct? And if I took the seeds out of the apple and I planted it in right ground, right ready-made ground, 
What is it going to produce? Is it going to produce an apple? No. It's going to produce an apple tree. So the seeds produce more than itself. So when the word of God gets in our heart, it's not just going to produce some word. It's going to produce the fruits of the spirit. Because who is God? God is love. God is joy. God is peace. God is long-suffering. God is gentleness. God is mercy. God is faith. He's all those things. Because this is the result of a good heart. This is the result of a good ground. Because the good ground is going to produce what? Good seed. If, if the seed is right, right? If the seed is holy and the seed is, is right, when the seed goes into a ready ground, it's going to produce what you planted. So if the word of God is planted in our hearts and our hearts are ready to receive it, what is it going to produce? It's going to produce attributes of God. Because the whole goal is for what? Us to become Christ-like. Right? So that we may, in turn, glorify God. So the word of God gets in us. Now we produce love, joy, peace unto more people. Right? So what do you think we're doing? Hmm, planting seeds. So that what? The word of God can get in their heart, and they plant more seeds. So the kingdom of God, you see, we, that's why I prayed the Lord's Prayer this morning. Let thy kingdom come. Let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. His will will be done. His kingdom will come in the hearts of men when we accept Jesus as our Savior, and we allow the word to get in our hearts. And let the fruits of the Spirit live out of our lives. Amen? So therefore, I'm not going to hold you up. The results of readiness, we know that are the fruits of the Spirit. Because David said that in Psalm 119.11, Thy word have I hidden in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. When the word of God is in your heart, you are going to produce righteousness. You're not going to produce the fruits, uh, the, uh, the works of the flesh. You know, adultery, murder, jealousy, envy, hatred, variance. All those things, it's just like I said, out of the heart floweth the issues of life. Right? What are the issues of life? Hatred, jealousy, adultery, murder, fornication, idolatry. All that wicked stuff, right? But the Bible said if we walk in the spirit, that we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Right? So we have to get in God's word, stay in God's word, and let him change our hearts. If your heart is hard, be encouraged. It can be changed. If your heart is shallow, be encouraged. It can be changed. If your heart is worldly, be encouraged. It can be changed. But the thing is... You've got to want your heart to be changed. You've got to want to receive the word of God. So that's the bottom line. Let us come to God with a pure heart that the Lord may be glorified in us, through us, that his kingdom come in the earth. And to close you out, it says, let us allow the word of God to change our hearts and our lives to be a fruitful story. Being transformed into the image of Christ so that God may receive the glory. God bless you. Amen.
Oh, praise the Lord.